to the Nine Hertz podcast. Uh, this is episode 101, so thank you to everyone who uh, enjoyed uh, the 100th episode and uh, and sort of congratulated us. We, we feel like it was a bit of a milestone, but I think we're going to um, possibly just carry on doing the same thing as we have for, for a while now. seems to be working out quite well. Um, so yeah, we started there with the excellent Underdark from Nottingham, a really amazing band who've uh, been doing the rounds for a while, but um, I think this is the first release I've I've sort of picked up on a, a different label. So they've put this tape out on uh, Surviving Sounds, um, and yeah, it's it's just absolutely brilliant. So uh, Pete, you've picked this one, um, but I think I would have anyway, to be honest. I've already bought the tape um, a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed it. You you bought the tape, and I bought the down. You know, the pre-order download already. So. Um, you know they are a phenomenal band that they haven't been going too long, but they've already got that kind of is it a cult status or is it I don't know whether it's more than that. They're, they're probably more. They've the you know from waves, the aren't music, they, you know, the note, yeah, aren't yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know they've done the split with Anta, who are, you know another black metal band from Nottingham. Um, you know they had that that first EP release, which was you know amazing. And also, you know, from their kind of openly anti-fascist left-wing stance, which they, you know, they promote from, um, which, you know, wins them a lot of fans, probably gets them a lot of grief as well. But, you know, the next reason to support them. But even without that, the music's amazing. So, yeah, it was good to see something new coming out. And, you know, this is kind of beautifully packaged tape by the look of it. It's, um, it's, this song is a a cover of The Cure, um, which... You know, the cure was so goth, even though they were, you know, relatively mainstream. You know, the music from this time, this was from the late eighties and it it's you know, they're a band ripe for kind of um metal interpretation, I'd oh, suggest. Yeah. You know, you know, the the goth influence and the you know, like you could it's not a far journey from say the cure to say nine inch nails, but the cure to black metal is a really interesting um interesting path and it it, it it's really good. It it's it comes across um you can kind of get the element that this isn't pure black metal isn't pure underdark but they've made their own interpretation of it and as we always say the cover songs you don't want a kind of plain you know this sounds exactly like the original you want it to be interpreted and 
manipulated by the band so it feels like their own and they've done that really well and that makes this you know um all the better yeah i mean um going back to the the title there and the the, the fact that it's cure cover um i think it's probably also been sort of lifted up because of the original meaning so a plain song is like unaccompanied church music um from like medieval times so that kind of pagan thing comes through and you know um there's a lot of kind of that synchronicity with black metal bands i guess and uh, particularly like anti-fascist stuff it kind of borrows a little bit from the folky um sort of side of things as well so i think that's possibly where that link has come through and, and certainly that cover that they've put on this it's a bit wicker man it's um looks like a sort of an unholy mass or something like that going on on the front so really fascinating little release here i think yeah yeah really good Brilliant. So yeah, you can get that at survivingsounds.bandcamp.com. And I must say, um, the record that they've um, had, like just from the start of the year, every single release has been amazing. So, uh, Agvira, Behoover, uh, Astral Bodies, um, uh, sort of Hidden Mother's latest record. Um, yeah, it's just like one after the other, and I think I've actually bought every single one of these so far. So. <laughs> Um, that's always a good sign really so yeah um, get on down to that um, I know it's a limited tape um, so it looks like there's only seven uh, remaining um, it's actually out today uh, the day the podcast comes out um, so be quick as I always say um, yeah so as ever we're um, trawling through nine amazing songs that we found this week and I think again we've kind of spoiled ourselves a little bit there's so much good stuff we, we couldn't really decide a proper order tonight so um, plenty to look at Um Talking of which, um, I Void Hanger Records, who we play far too often, probably, um, but with good reason. Like, they've got so many good stuff, um, so many good albums coming out, and it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to keep up with them all. I think I got an email the other day with about four releases all coming out on the same day, um, and I was like, crikey, right, where do I start? So I, I started with one, I'm not going to spoil myself. I thought, right, I'll, I'll listen to this one. And it's brilliant. Um band called Kevel from Greece. Um, I understand that you, you might have picked this one as well, Pete, if I hadn't. Yes. Yeah, it was on my list. Um, we, we got it through for review and, and we've chosen the same song as well, which, you know, it's a good set. It's, it's really down. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is, a good, is that a good thing or bad? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they are, this is a really, it does grab you this album straight away. It's, it's, um, it's, it's extremely strong. It's extremely... Uh, it's got so many variants in it. It goes from like what they call progressive sludge to sort of post metal with a slight tinge of black metal in there. Um, you know, it's 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 technical, but it's not. You know, it doesn't that doesn't become a thing to put you off. Um, really engrossing. I got you know I got so much from this, and, and it, even yesterday I listened to it again. Yesterday I've, I've listened to this for a couple of weeks, and. Um, Yesterday, I suddenly got reminders of Balzer, their album Hero, when they started to really push the boundaries of their sound and they had that full kind of extreme metal, you know, multi-influence sound. There's a bit of that in there and I hadn't heard that before and that's probably this, the album will be like that. You go in and you'll hear it differently every time. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's it's almost a hallmark of this label to put out something that's com complex and odd and kind of off-kilter. And I think this just goes through so many... Um, like crazy, it's almost like a kaleidoscope of, of different styles. You know, it's being turned as you listen to it. It's absolutely amazing. I really, really enjoyed this, and as an album as well. Um, can't really sort of um, praise it enough, really. 
um, really original sounding as well, which is always a plus these days. So, yeah, full marks for that. Um, yeah, the album's called uh, Mutatis Mutandis, and you can get it as ever at i-voidhangerrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the third track, Apophatic.
So this next one you picked, Pete, is absolutely ferocious stuff. And actually found this quite a difficult listen to begin with because that first track is so... It's like a an absolute... Um, this is not what I am sort of um, speech, isn't it? Absolutely brilliantly um, sort of delivered uh, by the sort of... I don't know, it's just like the the most intense start to a record I think I've heard in ages. Um, so yeah, I don't know quite how to describe this. It's, it's just brilliant. I mean, the, the music that follows is very sort of sludgy and, and kind of like they, they say they love Sabbath and Pentagram and, and that's the kind of thing they, they talk about. But the lyrics and the um, vocals are delivered in such a way that it's like, holy shit. This is this is very. <laughs> I keep saying intense, but it is. It's, it's yeah, it intense. is. It is. You know, I think there is. Well, what you know, this came up because is um, you know, the band say you know mentioned kind of Sabbath and and you know Doom influence, and you can definitely hear that. Um, but then that's mixed with the you know like a pure kind of whether that's uh, like eighties Washington hardcore or um or even bands like say like cloud route or yeah. closet you know closet witch something like that if you had it you know if you maybe made them a bit more doom um which is you know which is right up our street and then you have this you know like you say a ferocity to it which is um you just you, you succumb to i think it's you know the, the lyrics are about mental health and depression and anger um it's it's like it's like delivered in a way that, that you know the life depends on it you've got you know everything poured into it nothing held back and i love that you know you cannot kind of um i don't think you can come away from listening to this kind of without you know being affected by it even if you don't like it you've got you know it will have forced something upon you it's not something that's on in the background and that is you know that's a way to make a mark and make an impression this is a band i not heard about until you know a week ago um and you know i know for you know you've got this very bold uh, band name it's going to stick in your head anyway but you know that it doesn't even matter because the the music will stay with you you know it's made that impression and for me that's a brilliant one yeah um i think damaged is is how i felt after listening to this really I, I listened to it a few times and i was just like i love it but i also kind of resent it as well because it's kind of it's just such a trip and such a um harrowing listen i think so you know mm. we, we we try and play stuff that pushes the boundaries obviously here but um yeah this this is this really does the job so yeah the band's called vagina witchcraft and um yeah from canada um and yeah just absolutely amazing stuff really um the album's just self-titled and you can get it at vaginawitchcraft.bandcamp.com we could play the song mercury um but i urge you to like listen to the whole thing particularly that intro because it's um it sort of sets out their stall pretty, pretty quick.
So sometimes we're actually uh, surprised with a release um, from sort of established bands that we, we've played before. Um, and Bandcamp's a wonderful thing. It will remind you, uh, you know, when a, a band that you've previously bought the stuff off uh, releases something new. Yeah, so I was amazed to see um, Under had released something brand new, um, almost without fanfare, really. It just kind of came out. So um, that's always a, a nice thing to happen. So, yeah, they've come out with um, a uh, sort of four-track EP that's going to be out in sort of November time. Uh, they've released one track from it so far called Dividers in Hell. Um, and again, it's, it's just more of the same absolute craziness that they had on the previous release. Um, it's two years since um, Stop Being Naive came out. So I can't believe mm. that, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have the last nine months, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this year doesn't count, does it? So, yeah. Um, yes. But yeah, like, I, I'd say this sounds even more um, sort of focused and, and crazy as it, as it ever, have, ever has, really. Like, really enjoyed this, and I, I really can't wait to hear more. There's actually a song on there called My War. I'm not sure if that's a cover, and if it is, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Don't... Um, there's a reason kind of you know we like them so much and we know you know there's a lot of people um, really rate this band and they're, they're you know they're often described as kind of like a sludge band I, I think there's there's a lot more to them than just one Absolutely. single genre and they're so at ease with that that you know they're and they harness all of those you know all these different elements with you know maybe like noise rock um, there is a bit of it like a sleazy stonery feel to them at times, uh, a bit of doom, you know, but always like, you know, angular being the word. They remind me, if anything, maybe not necessarily directly musically, but in terms of um, just sitting outside of where they're expected to be. Uh, Chicken Hawk, who oh, yeah, turned into, into Hawkeyes. Maybe not musically, but they just kind of complete have their sound and know what it sounds like. And it doesn't necessarily... Doesn't, fit exactly in any one genre and because of that they deserve to be you know held held aloft i think um yeah and and that you know chicken ogre long gone so there's, there's a void for a band like that in the uk you know in the uk you know hardcore slash doom scene yeah and i think you know they're well placed to take it and like you say to, for this to come out is a, is a really nice surprise for it to, you know how it's come out you know the opportunities to come out in, you know, to come out and make music in um, lockdown, you know, so it's either tricky or maybe it's given more chance to for bands to focus on recordings rather than touring. Whatever it is, it's just a great thing for it to be, you know, for them to be back. Yeah, and um, out again, out again on the fantastic APF as well. So, um, good on them for sort of supporting them again. Um, yeah, it's coming out on CD and. Um, a tape version as well so i think it's very limited tapes uh 30 um available so um yeah there's, there's like a, a chance to own a bit of history there i guess um I, I absolutely love the cover to this um it looks like a really um strange kind of doc, corporate document that you might get um in an office job um just just a little bit um yeah overly cheesy and um a little bit scary as well um, they've, they've sort of photoshopped out the eyes of the people on it so really like that so you can get this at understockport.bandcamp.com uh, and this is off training resource number 5 this is Dividers in Hell
So it's always uh, really interesting to see uh, how bands are reviewed on, on Bandcamp and various platforms. And I've just read a review of this next band, Outer Head from Leeds, uh, and it's just described as head-swinging riffs, which is absolutely perfect, I thought. Um, yeah, I, I mean, how did you find this one, Pete? Because I've never heard of this band before, but I don't know why. No, I haven't. Um, and we'd normally be abreast of, a, you know, Yorkshire bands in particular within our scene. Um, it was We played a band called Amon Acid. Um, yeah or aim on acid last week or the week before uh, and i've started following them on facebook and they just put it up on theirs and said listeners band more great uk you know psych um so i did and i loved it so you know so it, you always end up on these like you know threads don't you whether it's Bandcamp or facebook or recommendations and things and you go from one band to another and all of a sudden you've spent a night and you're 50 bands away from the first one and, and found so much great music um and this is, you know, this is along that line as well. My first take on it was uh, they were kind of, you know, trippy and psyche and, you know, really good. But actually listening back, there was a stronger, you know, purer stoner rock element than I first kind of oh, gave absolutely. it uh, credit. Yeah. You know, there's like a psych um, Fu Manchu, like maybe their early albums, their pre-in-search of albums, uh, or maybe even the tripped out Monster Magnet stuff as well. Um and then it's, it's it's maybe even the vocal effects that push it into the acid drenched sixties seventies type stuff that that kind of threw my you know my first um, impressions slightly askew. But yeah, it's 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 a mix of stoner and psych, and um, I, I suppose there's another band called uh, Quest for Fire who released a couple of albums. You know, amazing band. They split up unfortunately. It's along those lines, and for, to find like a a demo slash EP from a band you know from up the road from me. Um, is exciting, you know, really is to get, you know, to get quality stone and rock from the UK um, and, you know, and the likelihood when we're back in gigging world that we'll be able to see them is, is exciting. Very exciting, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I like what you said about, like, a few listens actually revealed that there's a lot more stone and rock in here than you realise, and I think you're right. I think they I think they use those stone and riffs almost like a, um, they sort of, groove on them a little bit like between the rest of it the, the rest of it sounding quite psychedelic and trippy and out there they'll kind of rest your, your sort of ears and, and the sort of songs with these just repetitive but amazing riffs and it, it, it kind of goes in and out of um, in and out of that kind of um, trippy sound I think and I, I, yeah I just got a lot out of this one I listened to the whole record um, a few times um, yeah, I forgot where I was for a moment. So yeah, really, <laughs> that's always a good sign, I guess. Um, yep. Yeah, simple as that, really. Um, so we're going to play the song "Breathe in the Fire." Uh, you can get this at outerhead.bandcamp.com, and it's off uh, an EP, I think we're going to call it. Uh, it's just four tracks called "Cult of Chaos." <laughs>
more than pleased to listen to people's recommendations on this podcast, and uh, I've got a few this week. So this one comes from uh, my bandmate Chris Thompson, um, absolutely amazing um, band called Infant Island. Um, we've been talking about kind of um, between ourselves about kind of old '90s screamer, and I think that comes up quite a lot in discussion on this podcast. You know, bands like Funeral Diner um, and and sort of Europeans sort of bands that played that emotional card quite quite a lot and and but still managed to sound quite heavy uh quite sort of unrelenting a little bit uh power violency a little bit sort of grindcore maybe um this takes it in a completely different direction for me it's, it's the vocals are incredibly pained and emotional like you'd expect from that genre but it's it's mixed with a little bit of i don't know like post black metal um stuff it's, it's just very sort of angular and and dark to these ears. I don't know what you made of this one, Pete. Yeah, I like that. And I like the fact, uh, I mean, the description on this, kind of, you know, there's bits of, um, whether it's to other reviews or kind of people commenting on their own comments, um, you know, there's mentions of Screamo and Sludge and, and to kind of uh, bridge those two kind of disparate worlds, um, it's quite an achievement and they, and they, they manage it. Um, it's, you know, it must have been, it's a, I don't quite know how they do it because when you've got that kind of um, the vitality of the hardcore side of it with the despair of the sludge, you know, and I don't just mean like in terms of themes, but musically, you know, in terms of tempo, um, they've, you know, they've done that and they've done it, they do it through this kind of like dissonant rhythm and flow, which kind of disrupts and uh, makes this, <laughs> that what they manage they manage to do all this and not make it a difficult mm. listen it makes it a really engrossing yeah. listen and all of that the fact that they manage to mix everything and make it seem awkwardly accessible um makes this you know a really it, it, it surprised me um i hadn't heard it before you sent it through um it, it's you know it's dark it's a dark record but i really like it for, for what yeah, they definitely. achieved i think um the the whole feel of it has just got a very um like there's one of the comments that just says it ebbs and flows and it just sounds like one piece of music which which is bang on it just sounds like a piece of work and and that that front cover just kind of brings it all together for me the aesthetic of it so really fascinating band really really enjoyed this so um yeah apparently this is their second album uh and they're from fredericksburg in virginia um that's all we know about them really but yeah um it seems to be doing the rounds quite a bit um and they've got a limited edition kind of um LP and cassette versions of this so yeah dive in I think uh, the album's called Beneath um, and you can find it at infantisland.bandcamp.com we're going to play the song Garden
Okay, so I'm going to take the unusual step of introducing the song, probably for the first time, um, because we're going to play Temple Steps, which is, uh, we may as well say from the start, Mike's band. Yeah, um, Yes. So, um, very strange for me. Yeah. So Mike's a vocalist in this band, uh, used to be the drummer vocalist when they were a two-piece, but now you're a four-piece, is that correct? That's right, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, you know, you've had, uh, this is your third release, I guess, after your kind of original tape, and then you split with... Um, Wreck. What was, <laughs> shit, that's not good. <laughs> well, split with Wreck from Germany. Um, and this is a uh, split release with Schreikel, which is a great kind of two-piece from Nottingham, uh, and it's coming out on Japanese Records. And the reason I picked it, I think we, we've been a bit um, hesitant to play your bands before, or even review it, it's a bit... Weird. It's a bit weird, uh, isn't it? I think, and I think it's you know, territory. Um, we wouldn't like to kind of self promote. You know, it's, I'm, I'm happy saying this, and you probably it's a bit awkward to you, but I think that's why I need to say it. But I think I think it's fair enough. I would play Temple Steps if you weren't in them, um, and it is a great record. And I don't want it to make you feel awkward, but I, you know, I, I I love Temple Steps, and I think this deserves to be heard. The easy way out would have been to play Schreikel, who are brilliant, and you need to listen to their side of this record as well. Um, yeah. But I wanted to take the opportunity. We've never played your bands before, um, and it deserves to be heard. So um, so I, what I'd say is, you know, like if we talk about it slightly differently than we would normally. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're playing the song uh, Snapped Crook, which is the, uh, the advanced release song of your two on this release. I suppose... I suppose first question: How did it come about, like in terms of split with Schreikel and linking up with Trepanation? Um, well, we, we've always um, got on really well with Kes Whelan, um, played with all his bands pretty much over the years, and I think the Wreck tour that we did in the UK, we played uh, with one of his other bands, uh, Damn Craters, um, at the Chameleon, which actually has just got some of that money from the government. So, good on him, brilliant venue. Um, but yeah, that, that it just kind of came up in conversation because I think we were planning a few weekenders that have just never panned out and we've always wanted to do another split release really because the, the Rec one went so well and you know we ended up touring in Germany with that and they came over here and we just kind of wanted to repeat that but with, with you know, mates basically. So Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Shrike are fantastic. I mean, that, that album they put out probably a year ago now is yeah. just still brilliant. Um, it is, really, yeah. I really love that band. Um Trepanation, it just came about, I think, because they're putting out so much good stuff. I think Kez just kind of had a word and said, look, we've got this release pretty much ready. Um, what do you think? And um, I've actually sort of, uh, through sort of um, deduction, worked out that uh, Dan, who runs the label, uh, was actually in a band called Throw Stephanie in the Incinerator, which no um, is like a horror film uh, they were named after. And they, they were kind of around in about possibly... We put them on. We put them on. We Sheffield. did, yeah. Possibly no like mid two thousands, late two thousand, yeah. the noughties, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, he was in that band, and um, yeah, it's a small world. Uh, the UK <laughs> underground is incredibly small. Um, everyone knows everyone, so yeah, yeah that's um, a good thing. That's a nice cool. coincidence. Yeah. So okay, another another question is um, because I know kind of your history of the lyrical kind of uh, things because you know you've been a, a vocalist for as long as I've known you and longer, you know. 20 odd years, I suppose now. Um, so, what's the this song in particular, Snap Group? What's what are the what are your lyrics about in this one? Well, it, it's a, it's a weird one. This one because um, 
this Mark. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as opposed to the normal ones you do. Yeah, the completely normal lyrics on all the other releases. <laughs> um, Mark from the band, our guitarist, has always wanted to um, almost create like a fantasy world um, for Temple Steps, and I think I've kind of gone on with that a little bit. But this is the first one where I thought, right, I'm going to write two songs which are kind of linked and are about like um, a little bit, it's a bit of a theme to it, I guess. Um, it, it's kind of a, a, a sort of tale of, of something being lost or something not really sort of ever panning out. And I know that's kind of like a, a common thing in Doom. We, we talk about it all the time, don't we? You know, Doom bands make you feel depressed and everything. But yeah, I just thought it was like, um, especially it was recorded um, kind of last year, but I did the vocals kind of um, during like a really dreary uh, week. We, we actually, there's a rain sample at the end of this track, which you'll hear. Um, and we literally stood with a microphone outside in like the pissing rain, and it was amazing. Um, just wanted to pay tribute to Black Sabbath, really. That was, yeah, that was it, basically. Awesome. I think um, uh, Blind Monarch has have done the same on their album. Um, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Uh, if if yeah. rain is happening, you've got to record it, haven't you? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, so, you know, I, since, you know, from uh, apart from maybe like your really early days when we first met you were in a band called Throne, which is a stoner rock band pretty much, I think that's fair to say, then, mm. you know, like you've been in post-metal bands, post-rock bands, uh, you've done kind of um, noise stuff, you don't set, you know, set kind of things, and this is the kind of purest doom thing you've done, um, and obviously that's going to like appeal to me uh, more than the other genres. But you know, I've always loved your band, whether that's familiarity and friendship, or you know, or, or not. I don't, you know, it's hard to kind of. Um, it's hard to know, isn't it? Now it is, but, but, but it's, it, you know, yeah, it is. But it's great. It's great that would be, you know, I, Flatlands, your previous band, the band I've seen more than any other band, you know, two or three times over, probably. Awesome. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and it's great to kind of, you know, it's, it's, to hear this doom band, you know, to, and kind of from when you were two piece and over the last few years, it's and the fact that you've come back because it seemed like you might have slipped away and, and not coming back. So yeah, really, really kind of excited. You know, like this whole package. You know, the fact that it's a split on Chevronation, the artwork's amazing. Oh yeah, um, must say. And your songs, Steve yeah. Miles from uh, Cattle and Groke and all those other bands, and does his own tattoos and stuff. Um, yeah, we can't thank him enough. Like this artwork's amazing. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd like, yeah. The last question is, how awkward is this for you? Uh, not too bad. Yeah. I guess. Um, it is. The, it is the um, the release I'm most proud of that we've done so far. Because it right. sounds, it sounds how we should have probably sounded from the start, but um, limitations of being a two-piece and yeah, having an actual proper drummer in Scott and an actual bassist rather than Mark having to replicate a bass is is always nice. So yeah, I think it's actually our fourth. I think you might have said it was our third. I think it's our fourth because we did a demo in twenty nineteen as well. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Three-piece, which right. is even more confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, a bit different to normal. Okay, so we're going to play it. This is Snapped Crook. It's out on the 6th of November. You can get it on cassette um, via the trepanationrecordings.bandcamp.com site, and it's out, in which, it's out on the next uh, Bandcamp um, no-fee day, so head down there on that day.
So I have to uh, admit that this next one is another recommendation that we've been sent. Um, Gary Davidson, who is a um, sort of regular listener, put this up on um, Twitter the other day, I think. And um, yeah, just really impressed with it. So uh, I think Gary writes for Echoes and Dust, which is another fantastic site, um, like loads of decent reviews on there, loads of really cool writing. So um, yeah, cheers. Um, this this just sounds amazing. It's, it's kind of um, a little bit more kind of post-metally um, screamo style, but it just caught my ear. Um, and I really quite enjoyed this one. So, what do you think of this piece? It's quite epic, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, again, it's it's got you know bits of um, all those kind of you know grand um, grand sounds, grand genres of you know that's post metal or even the slightest bit of atmospheric black metal in there. Mm. There's um, I thought it's, you know there's a metallic hardcore of the kind of Deathwish school um, yeah. in there. You know. <laughs> I mean, when I was kind of listening through and making a few notes, I kind of noted down like Armin Ra, maybe just you know a hint of it. It's obviously not the whole thing. It's it's because it's got because it's got the mixture of it. You know, the more kind of straight up hardcore. But when there is that post metal, it reminds me of Armin Ra. When there was the black metal, it reminded me of a Uyghur dude. But then I realised they're from Belgium. Maybe I'm just you know portraying all these different Belgian bands in there. Um, but there is that you know that creativity and that mixture of styles, which. Like the Infant Island um, song we played earlier, it's you know it's an incredible you know like getting your head around it when you're trying to you know particularly when we're um, you know we're listening to it to talk about it or to review it or something like that. It's like it, it takes a lot to say you know a lot of uh, runs through which you you know happily go through because it's a, you know it's a really good song. Yeah. Um, to even get you know to even get the slightest finger on where it's coming from. Absolutely, and. Uh, yeah, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there, I think, because they, uh, this is released on Dunk Records, which is, um, I think, the imprint of Dunk Festival, which is, like, I think Harmon Ra play there quite a lot, and lots of post-metal bands play there. And they've actually done a split 10-inch uh, about six years ago with Armin Ra as well, so... No, um, I, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's some good uh, sort of in, in, in instinct there, I guess. Um, yeah, so, yeah, just really enjoyed this, like, really epic kind of stuff, and it builds and it ebbs and it flows and it's, it just does everything I, I want it to do really so yeah simple as that really they're called Eleonora and from Ghent in Belgium uh, and the song's called Mia you can find this at eleonoramusic.bankcamp.com
I think this podcast, this episode of the podcast, has been full of uncomfortable sounds, and I don't think we're going to make it any easier for you, <laughs> really. I think it's possibly something to do with the weather, you know, the, the, the autumn falling and the darkness coming. I don't know. It might might just be me uh, just sort of thinking this. But yeah, this next band, um, they've released this absolutely amazing record called uh, Ultimate Pulsation Demand Brule. Um, called Void Paradigm, and you've you found them, haven't you, Pete? But yeah, honestly, it like two twenty-minute songs, and they're absolute powerhouses, aren't they? They're just like quite overwhelming, really. Yes, yeah. I mean, for you know, you 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 settle in for a twenty-minute song, and and you know, because when we're into Doom, we you know we're well used to long songs, but you tend to get that kind of um, you know slow intro build up, and and you know like a you know, a, a graph going up and down from that time. This is just this. This uses its twenty minutes in a completely different way. It kind of, um, yeah, yeah. It, you know, there's different sections to it, but it's always kind of uh, in your face. It, um, you know, it, it's exciting. It's experimental, avant-garde. You know, it, it. This is very, to me anyway, in my opinion, like a very of the kind of dangerous world of French black metal. You know, from which it comes, which is. You know, um, whether it's um, bands like Death Spell Amiga or the, or probably more than like the, the Throat Arena type stuff, which we often reference because you know because we love that label so much. Whether it's like Plebeian Grandstand or Celeste or Cowards or you know bands like that, um, where it's it's you know it's not a pure strain of doom. It's not a pure strain of black metal. It's just this aggressive sound which you know pulls from each of these areas to the point where it's even got you know like you know it's exper- ex- it feels really experimental it's not like maybe around the pazuzu like level but it's, it's out there it's pushing it towards these types of things and, and as such you know and with its length and with that kind of mindset it's kind of um it's at times it's grand and it's magnificent it's epic but then other bits it kind of breaks down into little sections microcosms of like which are claustrophobic kind of these you know little rooms within the vast structure of the whole song yeah uh, so like you're traveling through this story you know like this it'd probably be a horror story but you're traveling through it traveling through these different elements um and then you get to the end of the 20 minutes and you feel drained and yeah. you feel like you've really experienced something and then another 20 minutes on starts straight after it so <laughs> it's, it's you know it's a harrowing listen absolutely but it's brilliantly executed yeah, yeah, and like you say, it, it uses its time so well, and it goes to places you just don't expect. Um, so yeah, it's just very um, claustrophobic, but in a, in a kind of good way. Like you, you come out the other side, and you, you've you've changed a little bit, maybe. So yeah, if you like the sound of that, then <laughs> then give this a listen. Um, I think we're going to play an excerpt from it because you know the the nineteen minutes might be a bit much um, for the end of the podcast, but yeah absolutely love this um you can get this at voidparadigm.bandcamp.com uh it doesn't cost very much um it looks like they've had about three or four releases out so far and you can actually buy the whole of their digital discovery for just 10 euros so um if you like the sound of this then uh, you can get earth's disease and uh, their sort of self-titled thing from uh, about september 2012 so yeah really enjoyed this so we're going to play uh ultim pulsation Tell the shell, Mr. Tell the real. 
Yeah.